0: hit subscribe, and I'll automatically show up in your downloads each and every week. All right, let's get on with the show. I recently heard Jay Shetty talking about relationships, and he said that relationships are at the core of our experience of life. I feel that so solidly. Relationships are everything. Everything. And it doesn't matter if you're introverted or extroverted, you need relationships, you need connection. You don't have to necessarily be the most popular person on the block or at the watering hole at your office or in the coffee shop, but having relationships that are meaningful really does help you. And it increases your quality of life. He actually went on to say that the journey of life is not meaningful or impactful without meaningful relationships. And I think we are seeing that more and more now, especially since many of us are working from home. We're not getting to the office as much as we used to. Our kids aren't interacting like they used to. Like things have changed, right? Like it or not, things have changed. And so we're not getting the connection that we used to get. We're not having opportunities to meet people like we used to. And so it's really giving us an opportunity to rethink the relationships that we have, to see what it feels like to not have people in our life as much, to not be able to socialize like we used to. And I think we're seeing it with the mental health crisis that's going on. So let's talk a little bit then about relationships and meaningful relationships. How the heck do you create them? Because a lot of times the relationship that we have, we assign it a meaning, And what I mean by that is we have decided that maybe it's your significant other or your life partner where they have to be the begin all and end all. We try to assign them every relationship. We want them to be our best friend and our lover and our best girlfriend and the person we shop with and the person that we get to hang out with our entertainment. You know, they entertain us. Really not one person can be everything for you. That's why it's so important to have more than one relationship and more than one meaningful relationship, because no matter how well you are connected to your partner, to that significant other, they simply can't do everything. And if they are the only person that you're talked to, then you're missing out on other people's perspective. Now, yes, they may be a great ear and a great listener and super solid, and that's fabulous. I'm not saying that we want to get rid of any of that in any way, but what I am saying is you might be missing an opportunity for someone else's perspective, someone else who has a different view of life or different life lessons or different life experiences, or maybe a different take on things, or maybe they have a different outlook in life that neither of you have. And so they can present new information to you that really can be impactful. So I really want to encourage you to make more meaningful connections, more meaningful relationships, even if you're like, I'm really good. Okay, that's awesome. But what do you do if you lose one of those relationships? Or what do you do if they turn toxic? Something happens. It's really important to work on these skills to enhance the relationships you already have and then potentially help you create more that could be meaningful and impactful for you. All right, so let's start with how we do this the very first thing that you do is you let people know that they matter. You don't have to love people. It doesn't matter to me if you necessarily love people. I do. I love people. I believe that the majority of people have good intentions and believe me, I know that there are people who do not, but I choose to think the best of people. And I really trust my intuition to let me know if maybe someone isn't trustworthy or there's something off, or maybe our energy just doesn't vibe. Like I really trust that and go with it. But for the most part, I really am happy to meet new people. I'm open to that. I'm excited about it. And so one of the things that I really feel strongly about is letting people know that they matter to you. It's one thing to, you know, you know that you matter to a parent or to your significant other or to your kids. But when you see someone that maybe does something nice or says something nice to you, it adds a different meaning. It just does. So when you're having a conversation with someone, and it doesn't matter if this is with your significant other and you're out to dinner and it's date night, or you're sitting there with your kids watching a movie, or maybe this is someone that you have just met, put down your phone. Set it down. There's usually not an emergency that really can't wait a few minutes. Because what happens is when you're in the middle of a conversation, say you're at date night, and you get that text from somebody at work or a boss or a colleague that it just pisses you off right? We have those people in our life. Let's not pretend like we don't. And they trigger us and they are the people who make your skin crawl. And now, even though you're there, you're on date night, things are going really, really well. Or you're having a fabulous time with your kids, or you're out with your set of girls and you're just having girls time and it's just so meaningful. And now because you didn't choose to put your phone on silent or you chose to check that text or whatever, somebody else has come into that meaningful time for you and they've pissed you off and they have completely changed the entire dynamic of not just you, but your other person that you're with as well. So now this meaningful moment has completely gone away. It's no longer meaningful. So put your phone down so that you have the opportunity to be hundred percent present and allow that meaningful moment to continue. I promise you the text will be there when you're done, whatever. It's fine. If you need to block people, I have done that. They don't like it. I don't care. That's another podcast episode. That's a really good podcast episode. Anyway, I'll have to save that one for another time, but go ahead and set yourself up for success to be able to have a really good conversation and a really good time with this person. Give them your attention. Tell them that you're thankful for the things that they do. Show them gratitude. Say thank you at random moments for those little things. Call it out. You know, so many times we are so quick to criticize, but we are so slow to praise or to share gratitude. So if someone opens the door for you, instead of just getting in or walking through it, just look at them, make eye contact, say thank you. I really appreciate the fact that you always open the door for me. That's really kind and I really value that. If it's your kids and they're coming in to help you pack groceries, thank you so much for helping me carry these in. It really saves me a lot of time and I truly appreciate it. Thank you for mowing the lawn. I appreciate the things that you do to help me. There's so much that goes unsaid that needs to be said to create a meaningful relationship. I don't care if that is your spouse, if that's your kids, if it's your colleagues and coworkers, if it's your boss, if it's the legislator who's trying to make change on behalf of your cause, whatever it is. Share your gratitude with people. People really need that. You know that because you don't get it enough either. So when you're giving it and you start to say thank you more, you're going to start receiving more of that too. This can be a double way, but your motivation is to let people know that they matter. The other thing you can do when you're visiting with them is don't interrupt. It's so difficult to have people talking over you all the time. And, you know, if you're someone who has these great ideas as people are speaking, that's what I do. I always think of like, oh my gosh, I am so with you. I know. But what happens is we take away from their experience. So if they're telling you about their trip to Hawaii and you're sitting there thinking about your trip to Hawaii and how you can't wait for your turn so you can share all about it, you're not really present with them. You're only half listening because you're thinking more about your trip. Stop. You know, the conversation that's going on, you know, that you can share about Hawaii if you want to allow them to share their story and listen, ask them questions about it. As they tell you about ziplining. talk more about it. Ask them what they felt, if it was exciting, if it was scary, what went on for them? Would they ever do it again? I don't know. Ask deeper questions, find things out before you start getting lost in how you're going to share your experience as well. One of the great ways to do that, I teach this in my group coaching, is voice mirroring. So that is where what this person that you're communicating with says, in your mind, you're repeating back everything they just said. So as I'm talking to you, you would just say, as I'm talking to you, you would just say, so you're going to silently repeat everything I say. And that really causes you to focus on the words coming out of their mouth because you're trying to pay more attention so that you can repeat it in your mind you're going to pick up more details, you're going to be more focused, you're really paying attention, and they actually feel really heard. You can turn around and repeat some of the words back to them because you've listened more completely, more fully. And then one thing to do to let people know that they matter is shut up. (laughs) I know that sounds so simple, but it is so important to actually let people talk. And it's funny to me because when I talk to some people who are struggling with self-confidence and we're talking about this specific topic and they say, well, I don't want to talk to people because it scares me. It puts a lot of pressure on my shoulders. I don't really know how to do that. Well, the first thing that you need to remember is that your job is to be quiet. That's easy. It's actually quite easy. There's not a lot of pressure on you in a conversation when you're keeping it on someone else. And most often people actually like to tell you about themselves. Now, maybe not the surface stuff. I mean, yeah, there's some things that are kind of boring and dull and whatever, but if you start asking people, what did you want to be when you were a kid and why? That's a whole different conversation that people will open up and talk to you about. Even strangers will do that. Sometimes it's easier to share with strangers than it is with our friends. But when you be quiet and just listen, and the only thing that comes out are those little facilitators to keep the conversation going where you're saying, uh-huh, "mm hmm." basically you're saying, yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Or you're saying, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Tell me more about that. And you're listening and you're listening more and they keep talking and the pressure's off your shoulders. So if you're kind of nervous about this and you're thinking, I'm not going to know what to say, I'm not going to know what to ask somebody, come up with one standard question that you could ask to anyone, like what I just gave you as far as what did you want to be when you were a kid and why, or what brought you here? Have you always lived here? Are you new to the area? And just start kind of talking in generalities and then let them keep talking. And all you do is sit there and say, oh, that's interesting. How cool. And then pause and shut up. And most of the time, people will fill that silence for you. They will keep talking. That is my little tip and trick is I call it a pregnant pause because you pause and we're as people programmed to fill that silence because it feels awkward. So it's like it's expecting. You know there's something that's going to come. That's why we call it the pregnant pause, and then pretty soon they're going to fill it for you. They might ask you a question or they might continue on with their story. Either way, you get to have a cool conversation. The second thing that I would recommend for creating meaningful relationships is to help everyone feel that they're invited. If you're doing something that's a group event or a group thing, a training or whatever, letting people know that it's not about a click, right? We all hate that feeling of clicks. We don't like the feeling of separation, the part of the in crowd, or you're part of this group or that group. Everybody's part of the group. Everybody's here. Let everyone feel invited we need more of that now than ever because we feel isolated and we're waiting for someone to invite us to something. Well, take charge, be the leader, step into it and start inviting and invite people that you think would want to come. And then don't feel bad if you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot to invite so-and-so just reach out to them and say, Hey, I didn't mention this earlier, but we're actually going to go to lunch tomorrow with a group of girls. Would you like to come? The other piece of that is it is not mandatory. There are no expectations that they go to this event or that they show up to whatever it is that you're inviting them to. That is not a requirement. It is just letting them know that they are invited, that they are welcome, that their presence is wanted, but they get to decide if it's something they want to do or not. That's something that's near and dear to my heart because I hate seeing people being excluded. I hate it when people are like, oh, we don't want to invite her or let's not invite him. Uh, uh, -uh. There is no room for that on the planet right now. There's just not. And there's no reason for it. Trust that if they come, they're meant to be there. I don't care if they drive you crazy. Find a way to get past that. Most likely that person that drives you nuts isn't going to come anyway. Really, when it comes right down to it, they don't probably don't like you either. (laughs) I mean, let's be real, right? But let them know they're welcome and let them know they're wanted. That's the feeling behind it. It's not a checkbox invitation. I'm checking this box. I'm inviting you so that you feel welcome. No, there's a genuine feeling that they are welcome behind your message. That is really important. Hey podcast fam, years ago I was in a really messy place and I didn't know where to go, where to start, and someone actually recommended a book to me. I started reading and my entire world changed. It was a self-help book and from then on I was binging every self-help book I could get my hands on, but what I loved was that the perspective of others, the things they had learned truly changed my life and it really put me on a forward-moving path that I have never had Had to look back on that. I have been so incredibly grateful for. Now, over time, those books started to take over my house. I have a teeny home. I didn't have a ton of space. And what changed for me was I began listening to books. Now, you're here. You're listening to this podcast. So I know you know the value of hearing words and being able to listen while you do other household tasks like folding laundry, getting ready for the day, mowing the lawn, whatever it is that you're doing. You're consuming it by listening, and that is. Is exactly what I started doing to conserve space and be able to listen to more was using audiobooks. I love, love, love audiobooks because it gives me the freedom to be able to listen to any genre. I can listen to self-help and then a little bit later I can listen to a murder mystery if I want to. Whatever it is that I need in that moment, it is there. And that is why I'm so excited to let you know that I have paired up with Audible. So as one of my listeners, you can go to www.audible.com audibletrial.com forward slash functioning hot mess and try audible for 30 days for free. Super excited about that because they have every genre under the planet. All of the good books are on there and you can totally get your fill of self-help and everything else that you might need to truly impact your life for the future. And you get to try it for 30 days free. Think of how many books you could test out in that time frame. So remember, go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash functioning hot mess and give it a shot for 30 days. If you don't love it, you cancel it. No big deal. All right. With that, we're going to go back to this episode. The next thing I kind of brought up in the first step, but it's asking deep questions and be truly interested in their response. This is what really helps take us from a surface level or an acquaintance level relationship to a meaningful one, because this is where you can really start to open up with people. They'll open up with you. You really start to get to the essence and to the core of people and you start learning. Do we have things in common? Do we have similar beliefs? Like that's where those impactful relationships come from by having deep conversations and asking deep questions. So you start finding out like, okay, what is it about travel that makes you so excited? What do you love about it? Because we all love travel in one way or another, at least most of us, quite a few of us. I guess I can't say that for everyone, but the people I know, most people I know love to travel in a group, solo, whatever, but start asking those questions. Why do you like to travel alone? What's so important about that for you? And asking more. So they tell you, well, I like to travel alone because I get to enjoy time with just me. I get to make all the decisions. I get to decide where I'm going to go, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to see. And I don't have the pressure of pleasing people. So then your next question to them is, what's so important about that? And let them tell you. The more you ask deeper questions and getting kind of more of a deep dive into things, let me tell you what that does. Number one, obviously you get to know each other on a deeper level. You get to see where you connect or maybe where you disconnect. Like that could also help you decide that maybe this is someone you keep as a surface level friend, but it can also help you get to a place where you know yourself more. How cool is that? That as you are asking deep questions, being truly interested in someone else, you're learning from them because you're listening. Other people's perceptions, other people's life experiences, other people's knowledge impact us on a meaningful level. That is how we get to that spot. When we keep it at a surface level, the only thing you have to talk about are surface level things. The only thing that you have to talk about is gossip, negativity, drama, a couple, maybe the weather type surface level stuff. But when you're getting deep and impactful, you're able to actually get into conversations and topics that matter you can deep dive. This doesn't have to be a long process. When you sit down and start having a conversation like this, you can go from acquaintance level to new best friend in one conversation. That is how cool this is. This doesn't have to be like months and months of cultivating this relationship. It can happen really quickly. And so I really want to encourage you to consider that. Come up with some deep questions. Sit down and think of what they would be. So the next time you're at an event and you meet someone or you see an acquaintance and you want to get to know this person better, you have a whole bunch of questions in your arsenal, so to speak, and you can pull those out and you can ask away and see where it goes. The next thing to consider is most of us have meaningful relationships with just a few people. If you have too many people that you're trying to have super meaningful relationships with, it's too much and you can't keep up. So allow yourself to kind of categorize people, a couple really meaningful, three or four really meaningful relationships is really about all you need. And I don't necessarily mean with our kids because you might have more kids than that. You may have fewer kids. We might have family that they're meaningful. That's different, right? Your family is absolutely critical. They are very meaningful relationships but how many super meaningful relationships you have is up to you. But just know that if you're trying to keep it up with everybody to that level, you might get burned out. It might get to be too much. And I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for people. So just keep it at a few, three or four, and then everyone else can be a little more surface level, a little more acquaintance level where you meet up and you do get to visit with each other. And you can start to ask more deep questions as the group and then see if those people develop into more meaningful relationships and then people kind of come and go. You can see how that's fluid, but just don't try to do this with everybody all at once. The next thing that you need to consider is letting go of relationships that you're fighting for. That is kind of a sign, I think. If you are fighting for a relationship or this person has made you feel bad in the past and you're trying to prove yourself to them, I'm going to offer the suggestion that this is not necessarily a meaningful relationship. It's okay to recognize that some people come into your life at the opportune moment and they also leave at the opportune moment. You don't have to be mean. This doesn't have to be rejection. This doesn't have to be a big ordeal. Just simply allowing yourself to let go of the relationships you're fighting for. For example, I have some friends in my world where I haven't talked to them in a few years, but I know I could pick up the phone right now today and it would be just as if we never left it would be as if we talked yesterday because that is how close we were in the day. And even though we're not currently close and we're not investing time in each other, I have every confidence in those friendships that I can pick up the phone call and we're just like, hey, so guess what happened yesterday? And we're filling them in. There are people like that that are amazing to hang on to and to kind of have in the peripheral and let that relationship, let yourself know that that relationship has a quality of its own. It can still be meaningful even though you're not there with them every single day, but you're not having to fight to keep it. The difference of that would be if this is someone that you're not hearing from on a regular basis and you're continuously being the one who is calling and reaching out and checking up on and trying to explain and prove and show that you care and all of that, that is a shit ton of work and it's not rewarding to you. It's okay to love that person. Never stop loving them. But it's also okay to withdraw and to pull away and to allow them to know that you're going to give them the space to find the friendship that's most fulfilling for them. And you're also going to give yourself the space to find the relationships that are most fulfilling to you. And those are the relationships where you have give and take, where you're both inviting, you're both doing, you're both going places and doing things together. You're enjoying each other's conversation. There's so much to be said for that. And when you feel like you're struggling, you're trying, you're fighting for this friendship, you're fighting to keep it alive, you're trying, that's your first clue that maybe this isn't a meaningful relationship for you. And it's okay to let that kind of bubble up to more of a surface level relationship. All right. I hope that this helps you create more meaningful relationships in your life. I know there have been times for me where I have felt completely friendless. I've really come to rely on a couple of close friends who are there with me through thick and thin, who are always my go-to, and I'm so incredibly grateful for them. And then other people come and go, and it's okay to let people come and go. There are always more people out there who share your thoughts, who share your belief, who share your love of life in the way that you do, and it's okay to reach out and find new ones. I have recently since, actually it was kind of since towards the, well, I can't say the end of COVID, but midway through COVID, we'll just say that. I started meeting new people kind of accidentally and people I just met a little over a year ago, I cannot imagine not having them in my life now. It's really, really interesting to me how something as simple as going to a yoga class or going to the library or going to a women's event can introduce you to someone new who can help you level up your life in a more meaningful way, who can share growth and excitement and experience with you. Those people are out there and they need you too. It's really worth it to go find them. And just like Jay said, relationships are at the core of our experience of life. And the journey of life is not meaningful or impactful without meaningful relationships. So let's take this as a moment, pat ourselves on the back to recognize that we are going to go out there and intentionally cultivate meaningful relationships, and it's going to be fun. That's the thing I love the most about it. It's fun. People are amazing. And it's even better when you find the right ones. Okay, my friend, I hope this is beneficial for you. As always, please do me a favor and tag me in this. Take a screenshot. Let me know you're listening to this episode. Let me know what you think about it tag me in social media, do hashtag functioning hot mess podcast so I can find you and give you a virtual high five. I love to see you sharing this and sharing it with your friends. It means so much to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will be back in your downloads next week.